Saturday, March 14th. This is COVID-19 part two. Um, one little disclaimer to add here. We realized after recording this that some of the numbers I think that Tanya speaks about, she realized uh, might be a little incorrect. So just note, we're not experts on any of this stuff and we're just talking from, speaking from memory about articles and videos that we've watched over the past day or two. Uh, so take all the, all the facts and figures with a grain of salt. Um, they may be incorrect. All right, so here's my prediction. Here's yeah, what's going to happen. Yeah, this is exciting. <laughs> so, Saturday, March 14th. Okay, so today, I have a lot to say. Today, I spent a lot of time trying to convince myself that Ontario didn't have a lot of hidden, untested cases because that's what's happening in the US, that's what's happened in a lot of countries. It's just out there and it's just spreading and nobody sees it until people start dying and it hits the hospitals. Mm-hmm. So the way that I looked into this was I looked up the death rate in, uh, no, the number of deaths in Canada and the number of hospitalizations in Canada. So this was for Canadian data. And I just have to assume that it's somewhat similar for Ontario. So basically in Canada, there were 220 something cases today when they updated it. And there's only been one death so far, which is a death rate of less than 1%, which would mean that we definitely aren't having more deaths than we should for the number of cases that we have. That's a very low death rate. So, so we're that, catching all the cases. That would imply that we were catching all the cases. Mm-hmm. And two hospitalizations are about 13%, which is again, exactly what it should be. So that would imply that we were catching all the cases. The catch is that testing does not show you where you are now. Testing shows you where you were one week ago or two weeks ago because the person being tested did not catch the virus today they caught it one to two weeks ago so typically once you catch the virus 50 percent of people are showing symptoms by day five and then by the time you get tested get your test results let's just say for simplicity that's seven days or one week roughly so once you have a number like today 220 cases that's how many cases we had roughly one week ago Mm -hmm. the other thing to note so in that week since that 220 cases any number of cases could have entered our country Mm -hmm. and we could still have undetected spread in that week but that's only one week possibly two weeks to have undetected spread. So it can't be, if we have undetected spread, it can't be that much. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> I figured that all out today. I was feeling really good about it, feeling like Ontario is in a really strong position um, because yesterday, of course, massive social distancing started with the closure 
of schools and all tourist attractions and all sorts of libraries and community centers and whatnot are starting today through Monday. And then, not half an hour ago, I was on Twitter, as I am all the time, and what do I see but videos of university students in Kingston, Queens University students, partying for St. Patrick's Day in large crowds and giving interviews saying they're not worried about the virus because their immune systems are strong or what have you. And that is just, if there is one infected person in that crowd, like right there, right there, they could more than double Canada's cases if there's an undetected person in that crowd. And how many of those St. Patrick's Day parties are happening across the country? St. Patrick's Day That's a good question. is going like in a week from now. <clears throat> well, maybe not one week from now, actually, because these are young people. They might not notice they're infected. They might not get tested. We might not see the effects of this until two weeks when the people that they infected are starting to show symptoms mm-hmm. and get tested. So we'll really know, yeah, I mean, you made this prediction of if we have a handle on this, we can almost predict when this whole thing should peak or the number of cases we should see following this clampdown right. of, of so, like with social distancing. And, and we'll know, I guess, if we, or we can guess if we go way above that number that... Yeah the social distancing didn't work. All right. So here's my prediction. Here's what's going to happen. This is exciting. (laughs) So again, okay. So with social distancing, so massive social distancing should have a chilling effect on the doubling of this virus. Things should slow down. But because testing shows you a week in the past, you won't see the slowdown until a week from your social distancing protocols. Mm -hmm. So today is Saturday, let's call it day one. We're not gonna see any effect of social distancing in the test numbers until at least a week, until next Saturday. So in that time, Canada right now, or uh, Canada or Ontario, Canada I think, has a doubling rate every four days, our cases have been doubling. Mm -hmm. Many other countries are every three days. So every four days, our cases are doubling. So that's roughly two doubles in the week. So we have about, Ontario has about 80 or so cases today, which means that it's going to double once to 160. It's going to double again to 320. And that's around the point where we should start seeing leveling off of the doubling and it's the doubling time will slow and w- instead of seeing like 20% growth every day, it'll yeah. be less than that. The curve's going to start. And then St. Patrick's Day infections will show up Follow- two weeks later. Following that, yeah. And then we're going to have another uptick. If, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, it'll show us what the effect of St. Patrick's Day was. If, or, or, I mean, whatever. we can't People draw not- that. Cr- I mean, scientifically, we won't be able to draw it that precisely, but yeah. we'll know. Yeah. We, you and I will know. <laughs> exactly. That's very exciting. Okay, we've made a prediction. You've made a prediction. I'm very excited. I'm so angry up. at St. Patrick's Day parties. It's not even a good holiday. 
it'll be very interesting. And it's going to kill us all. What I think is very interesting is, you know, we, at first, when people talked about what China was doing, like words like draconian and like yes. taking people's rights away, like all these. Draconian was used a lot. That was a very common term that was used in the media. And now I think most countries that are dealing with this wish they could do what China did. They are doing what China uh, did. Italy is doing what China did. Other countries did. are now doing it to some uh, degree. I mean, whether well, the US... Well, no, that's not true. If the US does it, we'll see, I guess, how much they can do. But Italy's doing major social distancing. They're doing it different than China. Though China locked down... An entire city. They you were dragging go. people. They were dragging people yes. from their homes. People that were sick. Like, yes. Like that wouldn't. So it was probably draconian. And also they shut down the city. You couldn't get to your house. Yeah. In Italy, they've locked down the whole country. They've shut tons of businesses. They're asking people to stay inside their homes. Yeah. But you are still allowed to travel. If you have a reason for work or for this or for that, you are you can yeah. still travel. Yeah. The the point the my point really is just like the adjectives that are used are very different now in retrospect to now mm -hmm. that China I think today had eight new cases only. Mm -hmm. Like it's remarkable what they've managed to do to get this thing like under control yeah. it looks like and what they had to do what they had to do i guess yeah but now everyone is applauding them for the same things yeah and but now everyone else is going to be in worse positions because they can't do that yeah so italy's at 18,000 cases now i think china they're at around 80,000 and I don't, I need to look up the number when they kind of peaked. The thing that, that struck me today was how different all the different countries' responses are. Like the way that they're handling this and, and um, the, the range of responses. And it, it just feels like, you know, I, I always, you know, I always would have thought that at some level, once you start getting, everyone agrees there's a pandemic. Okay. WHO has said it's a pandemic. There would, I would expect far more coordination and better responses from a lot of countries. And it's, it's a mm -hmm. bit shocking to me how different, different countries are. And, and how, I mean, it's going to lead to a lot more deaths in places like Europe and Mm -hmm. the UK and I think it comes down to do your leaders understand math and exponential <laughs> growth yeah. like really that's what it comes down to you can do a back of the envelope calculation real fast yeah which is what we did this yeah. is this is the moment when I went from oh Tillich you're overreacting to holy shit <laughs> back of the envelope calculation to show that even the tiniest Penetration of this virus into our population is going to swamp the healthcare system. Yeah. Like, and so if you're in charge, do, how, like, do if need, you do that. Do we need more people that know math in government? Is that what we're saying? Yes. Yeah. In society. Yeah. I'm riled now. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't, I don't know anything special. I'm not in public health. I'm not in epidemiology. Yeah. It's not difficult. Yeah. And yet somehow leaders in these countries 
cannot. Well, they seem to be thinking. Calculate percentages. It's like, so I think what the WHO is saying now is there's kind of three things you need to do. There's testing, there's isolating people that are sick, and quarantining people that might be sick. So contact, anyone yeah. who's had contact with someone that is known to be sick, you have to quarantine. So those three yeah. things, right? That's the basic. Yeah. Everyone needs to do those three things. doesn't matter how bad it's getting. You don't stop doing any of them. Like you mm -hmm. do it all and you continue to do those things. Mm -hmm. And I think, yeah. And clearly some places are just not following those simple guidelines. They're not testing, just they're not broadly testing in many countries for various reasons. In the U.S. they don't have tests, I guess. But I think that's the problem in most countries. In the U.K. The testing is difficult. Well, in the UK, they've just chosen to only test sick people. The UK is going to hell in a handbasket. The UK and the US are going to get the hardest, get hit the hardest by this for sure. Yeah. Because their leadership is making really stupid decisions. Yeah. Yeah. Italy and Spain were behind the ball, but at least they got with it by 5,000 cases. That's not the case for the U.S. It's not going to be the case for the U.K. Yeah. I mean, the U.S. doesn't have 5,000 official cases yet, but they're probably getting... They're going to be there in a couple days. Yeah. Well, okay. I think we should wrap it up for tonight. All right. March 14th. March 14th is over. Happy Pi Day. Oh, yeah. No one cared about that today. We didn't get There's any pie. Pandemic. We thought about getting pie, yeah. But then thought it wouldn't be safe to go to the grocery store to get pie. To the bakery. The bakery. The grocery store would have been okay, but bad pie. The bakery is very tiny. We'll have to have belated pie and chose not to. Have an opportunity. Maybe we'll bake some pie. <laughs> All right. Good night. Good night.